What's going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here on another podcast today. Um, there's a lot of information that's going on as we are getting closer and closer to your Black Friday time frame and Thanksgiving, of course. Um, so thanks for tuning in a little bit. Uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of gaming, as always. Because <laughs> why not? Um, there's been a couple games that came out, at least within this week span, that people have been looking forward to. Maybe at least maybe half, if not both parties of games has been going on um hopefully first and foremost on top of gaming uh hopefully you guys went ahead and voted from whoever that you were going to vote for to represent y'all states and in there and in the area again it was very important for you hopefully you were able to voice in your opinion because all our voices matter i hope everybody does know that and don't take that for granted now on top of that going for back to gaming the interesting thing about it is that there is um, quite a lot of stuff that's going on, especially within the PlayStation spectrum. Um, I know for a fact you talking about, um, you know, this week, uh, you know, Sonic Frontiers came out. Finally, the game, you know, that at least one of the games on my list to go ahead and try out and play because of how different this game is going to be than possibly any other Sonic game that was pretty much out there on the market, even from the past years. I mean, the closest one that you may have because this is all an open zone as what they've been alluded to, right? I, I don't think there's ever been a game like that for Sonic. Um, I was maybe sort of making a slight niche to Sonic Lost World because of the fact that you can kind of explore different ways around that level. Though you were within a zone, but you had levels still, but you had different pathways you can take, different ways of playing the game frame instead of just saying boost to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kind of almost in the sense of like Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Maybe even throwing Sonic Heroes in the mix. Basically, the games before the boost mechanic. Because a lot of times then, other than like the classic days, you just had the boost to win. You just boost. You went to, you know, you had some some shortcuts, but it was pretty straightforward. You know, you reach the goal as fast as you can. Like any other Sonic game, but just with boosting, you don't have to really do much. You just hold down a button. <laughs> You're not really doing much. So, um, here in this case, you still have the boost, but it's not as, you know, you know, for me playing it, I have not finished it, but it, for one, start off with it, and this is just being very unbiased. Um, as I just said, though, it's different of a Sonic game. This is a great game. <laughs> this is a great different feeling of a game. Um, cause again, I never played any of the demos. They always have the demos all over the place at cons and stuff well not every con <laughs> the big ones <laughs> the big ones that they know they're gonna probably have a bunch of people show out there and actually get some kind of feedback back i just said that twice it's not redundant <laughs> but just feedback on how the game is being played through their eyes and so now you know as consumers we're all now able to go and get that game and get that game so that we can play it on whatever system we have i played it on the ps5 it looks beautiful <laughs> uh, looks beautiful it feels great um, the you know for gameplay because of course I was just the basic concept of that I mean the storyline is interesting especially you have the writer of Ian Flynn who works on the Sonic comics through the test of time when he was doing it for Archie Sonic and a little bit even when they made their transition over to IDW. I mean, he still does stuff, I believe, with Archie. But for specifically for Sonic, he was doing it for Archie Sonic. 
Comics, and then once Sonic Comics went over to IDW, he started writing it as well, at least to the beginning parts of the actual series of Sonic being brought back up for the comics. Discussion for another day, but at least Ian Flynn, just to give you guys an idea, that's the writer. He is the one that is writing this game. And as always with any Sonic game that I play, um, <laughs> could you take it seriously? Not entirely. <laughs> it's 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 something that you just sit there, you, you know, you're there for the game. You know what I'm saying? It's cool that they tried with the story. It's never to take it, be taken seriously. I know they really tried in Sonic 06, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, either play it or look it up however which way um i already had my fair share with that game but um and what was the outcome from that game so but if it wasn't really story driven based here you kind of get some kind of intriguing storyline it's a different tempo at least from the beginning part of sonic that you normally wouldn't see in past sonic games i mean you first off you hear, like i say before you hear the music right the music is it's different you know you don't got that rockin' theme song or rockin' songs and whatnot that you come into and to play. You get like these calm melody, and we've seen this all in the trailers. You just you just get that calm melody feel of the game. It's a different feeling when you actually play it versus seeing the trailer. <laughs> it's always the case. But it's a different feel when you're actually playing the game when you hear that music going around the area itself. So it's, it's very interesting to see that. Um, you know, and so he gets to do the whole boosting thing. I mean, right out the gate, you start, well, besides, you know, you're seeing Sonic and Tails and Amy and all of them flying in the plane, you know, gameplay-wise, off the bat, you start off with, like, this, the whole cyber version of Green Hill Zone, and you try to get the feel of the game. <laughs> so what's interesting enough, again, for people who played it, um, you're talking about a... kind of going back, because, I mean... They really added more combat back into for Sonic. Um, I didn't really see much gameplay combat like this before, probably since Sonic Boom. And the only other character before that that was doing kind of combat-oriented attacks was Shadow, because he did it in Shadow the Hedgehog, and he did it also in Sonic 06. Whether you did it or not, especially in Sonic 06, you kind of had no choice, because like when he does a homing attack, you may can kill uh, an enemy with one hit with a homing attack, but in some cases, if it's bigger enemies, you might have to just do like this little kicks, these flurries of kicks in the air to knock down health bars instead of just doing one-shot hits. Um, that's kind of like in Sonic's case here. He can do homing attacks in this case, um, but when he's doing a homing attack, he can also press like a bunch of combat attacks in the air. And then, you know, he could also do some parry attacks as well. He could do some parry attacks that's gonna be basically, you know, dodging any attacks that an opponent is supposed to hit him. So you could do that as well. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> it kind of goes back a little bit towards the Sonic Unleash, because if you guys remember, if you guys play Sonic Unleash, especially on the PS3 and Xbox 360, I'm gonna talk more based on the PS3 version, because that's the one I played. The PS3 version, when you press X, you're jumping, right? And then Square was your homing attack, but also was the boost button. <laughs> Well, they kind of went back to that formula of you press square to jump and square to hit homing attack. Now, granted, the boost button is on the R2 button, um, whatever control that you're playing, is the back button, which is kind of interesting. Because even still, I'm trying to think exactly what game of Sonic that has ever done that. It's always just been those buttons. 
like the top button square triangle circle x and i never really bothered to use boosting on the right right side of the button like i don't recall that at all maybe drifting when i'm boosting but outside of that i don't think i ever used that boosting mechanic version of it so it was kind of interesting to kind of get used to that gameplay style um too of course the stomping is returned uh returned as well for him but it was also neat which is very neat is the fact that you can actually do your drop spin dash if you remember that technique from sonic mania it will also brought it back in sonic forces when classic sonic came back from his own dimension because he can do drop spin dash modern sonic could never have done that until now so i'm like that's pretty neat <laughs> that's pretty neat Outside of all that, in terms of getting used to the gameplay mechanics, you're talking about, of course, his skill tree. And over time, because if you guys ever played Spider-Man, any of the games, I think Arkham Knights, I think did something like that, where you have certain games where you have to build up skill levels by getting skill points over the progressive time of the game, you build up skill points and you guess to unlock newer abilities and whatnot for that said character. Well, in this case, Sonic does that as well, and I know we talked about this, but it's it's interesting using the side loop in there as a, a technique, whether it's to gather rings, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know if you get like endless amount of rings for that, because like you just do a side loop in the middle of the grass, and like poof, rings come out. I'm like, that's interesting. So you tell me all these rings were just hidden in the grass, or it's just his way of just digging, <laughs> like without digging with you know a shovel or whatnot it's just like yeah i'll just do a little side loop circle on the grass and just get rings that's it <laughs> um so that's that's pretty neat as well plus there was some neat techniques as well of course through the sonic the hedgehog website there was a um little technique that you can do even i didn't even think of it probably would have been thought of eventually just of me just playing around with it <laughs> just to see how what kind of funny shapes can i make with the side loop well, with one of the funny shapes, you can do an infinite loop, and you can actually have infinite boost. So, long, long time, you have like this, or infinite boost, but also this burst of infinite boost. To make sense of what I just said, if you get to the max amount of rings that you have, whatever, say for example, 400, if you get to that, then you get like this electrifying boost that Sonic will get, which will have a cutscene. And... His, that boost won't be unlimited, but it will go faster than his normal boost would be. If you do the infinite loop, you basically will get that, but it will be infinite. So that means the boost gauge will not be, you know, going down. Other than that, it was pretty cool going through, like, the cyber tracks, especially when you're having, like, the gears after beating, like, I guess the boss battle characters that's around it, like the ninja or um, the squid or the uh, tower and whatnot. So... It's, it's, it's quite interesting but it, it and overall so far as i've been playing within a couple hours span um you know the gameplay of it is really cool it's really cool and it, it builds on a big big focus on exploration you know you had games in the past that did some stuff like that even in handheld games like sonic advance you know with sonic advance one you have to go find the spring in the game Sonic Advance 2, you had to go collect, I think it was like either six or seven of the emblems to do the special stage at the end. And then three to, took it to the next step. You, <laughs> you gotta find all the childs in that one zone, all three acts in that one zone. <laughs> and then you get the special key, which you still gotta find <laughs> to do the special stage in the hub world. So it's, it's quite interesting from what I've been playing with, and it's really fun. 
It's really fun. It's something different. And again, as I always said before, I never get on Sonic Team. As much as you know, they try something different every time. I'm glad they do. They don't just settle for what they, you know, sure slightly they've been selling with the boost mechanic because that's been working obviously since 08, if not 05, with Sonic Rush. But they always do something around that differently. They don't just stick with just that formula and just say, okay, let's just slap a title up here, use the same gameplay that we've been <laughs> using for years, and that's it. No, they always try to do something and test what they can do with the hedgehog. Me, just me as a big component, though, is hopefully, you know, hopefully in some long run, play with multiple characters. I mean, yeah, I was happy to play with Shadow and Sonic Forces, but I want to play with more characters. I mean, could you imagine playing with Silver in this game? <laughs> Even Shadow too, but Silver? With him picking up objects like this is like Star Wars? Come on now. This would have been dope for him to be in this game. <laughs> in some form of fashion. Even Blaze. Even Blaze. Like, imagine him being in that realm to do that. I mean, that would be so sick. That would be, that'd be super sick to do that. And, um, yeah. That's it. That's all I got with that one. So... Yeah, that's really about it. So, yep, that's that's how I see it so far with that game. So far, so good with that game. And I think with that one too. Hold on. Yep. And so with that one too, you're talking about you know with. Um, just that game that game the game is really fun so far it really is cool so if you guys haven't had a chance to pick it up i highly suggest you guys pick it up it's a very different unique game i'm liking it so far i have not finished it yet hopefully soon but um this definitely would be a game to look for in the um and somewhere i mean i already have a backlog of games so i don't blame y'all if y'all already got like a backlog of games going on for you now, speaking of which games, which will also be another backlog <laughs> for some people if they didn't already have it, is uh, God of War Ragnarok. That is the other game that came out this week that people and even people that I know of told me, it's like, oh yeah, once I leave from work, I'm definitely going to go over there and get the store to pick it up <laughs> and play it. And this is the game that everybody's been waiting for. This is the game, the game, especially from coming from PlayStation Studios, the game that people have been asking for, wait, wait on excuse me, for a long time, rightfully so, um, I have not gotten to touch on it yet though, so I am keeping it reserved right now until I finally actually, you know, get my hands on it to play it, um, but it's been getting a lot of great reviews and great praises so far from the game as well, um, I have mine, <laughs> um, I just played it a little bit, but not as much to actually give you guys a very big synopsis of what I've seen so far, so, yep, just like with Sonic Frontiers, once I finish it, I probably get a better outtake of it. But you kind of already get the gist of that game. God of Ragnarok, it kind of looks like a little bit of stuff obviously carried over from the last game as well in playing style too. Um, it's just going to be very intriguing to see how it goes throughout the storyline. At least with that game, you got a story <laughs> that you can actually take seriously, right? <laughs> but um, speaking of which, with other games as well too... You're talking about also the um, PlayStation Extra and PlayStation Premium. They kind of got a lot of um, games that's coming out within this month of November, um, especially with PlayStation Plus 
premium classics. So for 2022 of games, and this is going through via GameSpot, thank you to them. The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Siege, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8, Final Ca Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts 3, PS4, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. So in a sense, you got the whole ordeal of Kingdom Hearts all in your possession. Um, Oddworld, Soulstorm, Tom Clancy's Division 2, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Chorus, What Remains of Ethel Finch, The Gardens Between, Earth Defense Force, War Brothers, Earth Defense Force, Iron Rain, One Champion Origin, and then as for the premium classics, you're talking about the Ratchet and Clank games as we talked about from last time as well. So there's a lot of lists up there, and if you want to look at the list, you can go to GameSpot too as well, and I'm pretty sure others have the list up there. But those are the games that is going to be added for the extra and premium games. So, that's kind of interesting to see, right? You know, so for the people who paid extra for it, you guys can maybe sort of get your money's worth a little bit if you don't already have these games already. Um, and there's some big name titles up in this list as well, so you can't go wrong with almost just about any of these games to be honest with you so that is one you can look forward to as well so um and i know it definitely because also also my backlog too to play i'm talking uh, batman uh gotham origins or excuse me gotham knights <laughs> gotham knights that's another one i've played on downloading too as well so like i said i'm in the backlog <laughs> backlog games gotta love it the life of a gamer too many games <laughs> you can never have too many games i guess right keep yourself occupied at least keep yourself on your toes um but speaking of uh gotham uh we happen to hear some sad news within the batman realm uh the dc realm that the voiceover for batman um who has been basically the batman for as long as i've known as a kid um throughout animation especially um playing just Batman through different all the series within Batman within Static Shock playing as Batman and pretty much anytime you a lot of times you see Batman in anything even like I said Batman Beyond of course he was the voiceover for him he was the voice actor for Batman he's the only one I could think of and will probably be the one that I will know for the rest of my life because um, of course you know they're gonna have somebody else you know come and you know voice um, this one is Kevin Conroy. Yep, he. Um, it was a post that was put up there and it was talked about, it and I went to dig in some digging, and he um, happened to have passed away. Uh, for what they were saying, that he said he died from cancer, um, and his age was 66 years old. Um, it's it's interesting because you know, of course, I do a lot of stuff with voiceover, and you know hearing him and seeing him you know doing his thing with batman it's just so cool <laughs> you know he made he made it he he was the batman that you think of really i mean he, he just he played the part as batman and bruce he did it so well it, it fit hand to hand um you know it's kind of one of those things not to you know been half like a good actor but we all know he probably heard it enough <laughs> so he's probably tired of it but come on now, at least with him, with Kevin Conroy, he can play Batman 
and Bruce. He didn't need a voice enhancer <laughs> to play that role. He can, but not fucking play Bruce. I mean, almost anybody can kind of try to play Bruce, almost in a sense. But the key one is playing as Batman. You gotta have that voice. You gotta have that, not menacing voice, but you know, you're just that, you know, taking care of business type of sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he, he played it so well, um, thoughts and prayers go out to his family and, you know, everyone around him that knew him for a very long time. Um, again, he still will be the Batman that I will know to this day. So, I'm uh, just, just very sorry to hear what happened with that, too. Um, but transitioning to the next topic in the podcast as well, we're going to talk about some sports and, um... Kind of, kind of go from there. And we're back. Now we're going on into the sports, uh, and I guess we should just give MLB out the way. Uh, the Astros happened to win their game against the Phillies of a game six. Um, you know, happy for Dustin Baker. Um, Justin Verlander got his another ring. He got himself another ring. And now again, Justin Verlander from the ODU streets around Norfolk, around the 757. Happy for them too. Knowing that they hate the Astros, you know, can't stand them until they wipe. You know, clearly they got like five players still that are part of that old little squad when they did the little cheating thing. But, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to let it go. Not really, but, you know, it's... You know, I still won't like them, but, you know, just for Dusty Baker and Justin Verlander. As long as they're up there, I'll, I will tolerate them for a little bit. Now, once they clear house of the players that did that stuff back then, then I might start to like them again. Or at least, won't have so much hatred to what they did. But outside of that, that's about it. And I know, yes, Justin Verlander was part of that group. But, I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to let him slide. I don't know what he took part into it, but maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But for the other ones, no. Uh-uh. And he's only getting that sort of a little bit of a pass because he's from my neck of the woods area. Uh, and he played over there at ODU. So, um, having said all that, congratulations to them, I guess. Um, and unfortunately for the Phillies, they were just come up short. But I give him credit. For a team that no one thought they were going to make it to it, first and foremost, whoever picked the Phillies, especially betting, they probably, you know, they probably would, you know, at least probably went all the way to try to see if they win the World Series. They would have probably made a nice little payout because nobody was really expecting the Phillies to come up there. It is the little things, but they could be happy. Obviously, they know they want to win. I mean, who doesn't want to win? But to sit up here and have it with against the odds of a team that nobody expected them to come and made it that far into there like that with that squad. They have some hitters. Pitching off and on, but it was there. But hitting-wise, it was actually pretty impressive. So, you know, I forget sometimes they got Kyle Schroeder, though. But, and, yeah, I already knew about the Bryce Harper. But I was just saying, like, who else would have been there for him hitting-wise? They, they had some hitters up there. They, they gave the Astros a run for their money. Because I did. I thought it was going to be a sweep. Or at least they win a game at home and then pff, turn around and destroy them in in the process so i i I wouldn't have known so uh kudos to them for that 
Um, and that ends the season right now. Of course, right now we're going to be going into the following of free agency and see exactly who's going to be with who. I think if I heard correctly, speaking of which with Justin Verlander, I think he said he opted out of his contract and went into free agency, if I heard that correctly. And with that, I don't know if that means he's going to just renew his contract or he might be looking at other places. Don't know. Come to the Mets. Come to the Mets. Oh, we will destroy anybody if you come to the Mets. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so that was the little stint that happened with MLB as well. So it was it was a good series. I mean, it was a good series to watch. So I, I won't lie on that one. It was it was very good. Going turn into NFL. Yes, yesterday was the Falcons and the Panthers. Panthers happened to win 25-15. So yeah, and they both were division rivals too. So that that was something right there for a game to go against. Uh, Sunday around 9:30 a.m. This one's gonna be the one I think. In Germany, I think this game is going to be in. It's the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. Um, hmm. Seahawks and the Buccaneers. That's kind of interesting. You got Tom Brady and you got Gino to the Smith. I don't know. I don't know who I'm going to give this one to. Seahawks are doing mighty well so far. I might, I might swing a little bit to the Seahawks. You know, especially since it's not really a home team, to be honest with you. Um, it can go either which way. Um, even though the Buccaneers are so, assumingly is the home team. But <laughs> you get the Lions and the Bears. Um, both suck. But uh, I guess I'll give it to the Bears. Browns and the Dolphins. i give it to the Dolphins for that one. And uh, by the way, both those games are at one. Um, also another game at one. You got the Broncos and the Titans. Uh, I'm going to say the Titans. Sorry, Russ. I, I, they make, make a believer out of me, but uh, I might go with the Titans on that one. The Vikings and the Bills. Uh, this one's a very, very interesting scene right here. Considering the fact that um, Joss Allen is coming off of an injury. So, assumingly, he's supposed to be playing that weekend or that day, excuse me. Um, I don't know. And even if he is playing, is it going to be 100% trying to make that play? That is the question there. Well, you got the Vikings. Who honestly is a sleeper team? I didn't expect them to be. In, I don't know. I'm just you know spitballing here. I, I, who who would have thought that you know they would have been the team that's seven and one? <laughs> you know, I mean Eagles are I think the only undefeated team, but then you got them that's seven and one. Like that's wild. I never would have thought that coming. I know a friend of mine. He's probably really happy about them Vikings. Because I used to just say they were trash. But Kirk Cousins is putting out a show out there. So, having said all this, I might, I might go, I might go different. I might. I, I, I like to, I like to see a challenge here. The Vikings. I, I might go with the Vikings. It's hard to, hard to choose against the Bills because they got a squad. But I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I'm gonna see what they're gonna do. Don't disappoint me. Texans, Giants, let's be real. Giants, all right, let's move forward. I mean, come on now. You going against my Giants, Texans? Come on now. Y'all see our records? Y'all see what y'all have? Please go somewhere with that. Giants, you know, don't take them lightly, though. We ain't take. We don't take no one lightly like that, but we're taking that W, all right? We came off of a bye week. We're well-rested. We're good. We're going to take that W. We're moving on. Jaguars and the Chiefs. 
Chiefs, Jaguars, no, <laughs> no. Steelers and the Saints. Um, it's kind of hard to try to root for the Steelers like that, especially with Mike Tomlin right now with the squad he has. I mean, I still believe in him, you know, but it's kind of hard right now with that team that they have right now. I mean, them standings for that team ain't looking too pretty. It's not looking too pretty at all. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, you guys are literally 2-6. 2-6? And, six. Two and, six? and what's worse is that it's behind the Browns. That's the wild part about it. That's the wild part about it. I mean, the Saints, I might say Saints on this one. Colts and Raiders, Colts. Uh, Cardinals and the Rams, uh, both of them are struggling and can't seem to figure it out to save their lives. Um, I might say the Rams. Cowboys and Packers. That is the game that people were saying is the big game here, but I don't know. I mean, as much as they have Aaron Rodgers right now, I mean, I, I, I even hate to root with them as the Cowboys because I haven't really seen much to say that the Packers got some something <laughs> packing. See what I did there? So I can't really say for sure exactly what they have, but it's there, I guess. But um, then you're talking about the Chargers and the 49ers. Go with the 49ers on that one. Uh, Commanders and the Eagles, which... This game is going to be on Monday. Um, Eagles. <laughs> Division rivals at its finest. The commanders better get another L. So, yeah. It's, it's, you hate to see it, but, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough sometimes. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Did I mention it's tough? It's tough. It's very tough. Indeed. So, we'll see how that all works out for there but that is my picks and that is how the team is going so far right now um winning wise so we'll see we'll see how that game goes um i i do want the cowboys to lose if the packers make a believer out of me i want them to lose so that we can come in second place my boy <laughs> all right i mean we tied with them right now technically third but we technically tied with the same record but you know my boy come on come on <laughs> come on so, having said all that, we're moving on to the NBA. They got some games going on this week. Some very interesting games, of course, as always. They got some games. Um, you know, right now they got today, you know, you got the Suns and the Magic. Um, I'll probably go with the Suns on that one. I have some games at 7. The Nuggets and the Celtics, games at 7 as well for that. I'll go with the Celtics. Pistons and my Knicks. My Knickerbockers. Uh, I'll go with the Knicks. Raptors and Thunder. They play at eight. I mean, they're fifth right now with the Raptors. I mean, OKC is trashed. I mean, I'll probably go with the Raptors on that one. I mean, Bucks and Spurs, the Bucks, Timberwolves and Grizzlies. <laughs> the Grizzlies, come on now, come on now. No, the Timberwolves are not, not no scrubs either. They, they got a team. They got a team. So I wouldn't sleep on them. But that'd be an interesting game. Um, I don't know if that one's gonna be televised or not. Probably not. You know, they probably only play games that starts at like seven, seven thirty, and then they got the ten o'clock games. So 
That one might just be missing. Unless they show it on MD NBA TV, I had to check that out. Yeah, the Cavs and the Warriors. Hey, don't be sleeping on the Cavs. I said it before. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Look at the Cavs. They're second place. <laughs> They're second place right now. Right now. I'm looking like, yo, that's wild. Yeah, I know it's early in the season. But, dude, who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. But, again, said it then at the same time. In the beginning, the team that they have, young talent, dangerous. Dangerous. As for the Golden State Warriors right now, they're 12. 12. Not too far away from, you know, the Lakers as they're trying to figure out themselves. Um, and, again, it is early into the season. But I might go with the Cavs on that one. Kings and the Lakers. Both of them suck, but I guess suck over the Lakers. Um, maybe that might be their third win. <laughs> it's because they're two and, what, two and nine? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe that might be the third one. I mean, the Kings are, you know, 11th place above them, but I, I, that suck if they lose there as well. Um, as for coaching, too, as well, for the Nets, um, they happened, like I said, before they got um, let go of Steve Nash, and so they ended up hiring, basically, the coach, maybe pretty much the assistant coach for the team, and um, he happened to be um, in there to actually, you know, take over the position for him as well. So, um, yeah. So hopefully they can kind of try to possibly maybe do something right now with that squad and possibly maybe get them back into the running because so far I guess people were having them as a team to go in there and his name is Jacquet Vaughn but he was also the assistant coach if you guys don't know who I'm talking about it's the guy with the beard black guy with the beard if you guys don't know but Jacquet Vaughn and he was like saying yeah he's okay about the second option he said he was a second option to his wife. <laughs> so he's like, that's that's interesting that he kept that narrative like that. I'm like, hey, that's one way of thinking it. And look at him now. Doing pretty good so far. <laughs> Doing pretty good so far. So, um, yeah, that that's going to be interesting to see how all this is going to play out so far into the games. So, yeah, a lot in store there as well. So, yep. That is very interesting. One other thing I do want to throw in there, and I know this is kind of game-related too as well, is to be on the lookout for Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Um, this is a game I talked about some many podcasts back that I couldn't figure out to see exactly um, what exactly... Because this game, again, is the game that I was talking about that reminds you of Jet Set Radio, whether you play Jet Set Radio or, in other words, Jet Grind Radio that was in North America. But you also have Jet Set Radio Future that's on the Xbox and only on the Xbox, which sucks. 20 years later, it's still on Xbox. <laughs> um, but this game is having that type of... It's kind of like a love letter to that game. And uh, we were waiting to see how this game was working. Uh, it's an indie game. Um, but it was delayed all the way now to summer of 2023. Um, we were thinking that this game was going to come out this year. There's been a lot of delays and whatnot, but I'm really excited for this game just because of the versatile of the gameplay that you may have. Instead of just being on skates, you got the skateboard, you got the bicycle. I'm looking like, bro, this is going to be tight. <laughs> this is going to be tight. 
So, um, yeah, this is this is gonna be this this is gonna be very cool. You know, um, this is this is gonna be dope. So I'm I'm excited for the game. I'm just curious to see what they're gonna do with the game, and um, yeah, just be on the lookout for that game. I mean, the dopeness of this game is going to be sick. I'm there for it all the way. But that's all I have to say for this podcast today. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, you guys, make sure you guys take care of yourself. Um, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Later.